You're listening to Go Fish, exclusively on the Pod Station. Welcome to the first ever Goldfish Marketing Podcast. We're covering marketing tips. Uh, hopefully will help your business to get the most out of your budget or perhaps think about things that you might have overlooked. Uh, my name is Mark Pollard. Uh, my business is Funky Vibes Marketing. We're a, a marketing agency that cover a wide variety of services. Just before we get started, I'll do some housekeeping. You can follow us on all the social medias, of course, on the basis that we're in marketing. It would be rather remiss not to have social media um, you can find us on go underscore fish marketing we're on instagram facebook twitter and linkedin um, you can also contact us by email at gofish um, at thepodstation.co.uk why would you want to contact us well hopefully over the course of the uh, next hour we might be able to answer those questions what i'm going to do now is introduce my co-hosts um, it should point out that both of them have got reams with notes in front of them. Um, I'm currently looking at a blank piece of paper. Hopefully, <laughs> that will mean they'll do all the heavy lifting today. So, uh, first and foremost, I'm going to introduce Chris Roxborough. Chris, do you want to just say hi? Hi. <laughs> I, I guess I should say, okay, What, Chris, what do you do for a living? Hi, I'm, I'm Chris Roxborough. Um, my company name is My Marketing Guy. And I'm a marketing consultant and social media trainer. Splendid. Um, thankfully, there's not just two of us, um, because otherwise we'd probably struggle to have a conversation. Um, Elaine, <laughs> thank God you're here. Elaine oh, well, Atherton, do you want to tell that. us what your specialty is? Well, what my specialty is sales, really, which sits obviously perfectly with marketing. So my business is called To Sum It Up, and to sum it up, I'm a sales coach and trainer, is me. I, I guess I should explain why on earth there are three of us in the room uh, and why it is relevant that we've actually mentioned what it is we do for a living. Um, the point of all this is to try and give you marketing tips that you can hopefully utilise um, for the benefit of your business. Um, we decided that actually it would make a lot of sense if those people who were perhaps discussing those tips were from different sectors within the marketing world. So we would all approach it from a different perspective. We'd all have a, a slightly different angle on the same topic. Uh, what we're gonna do is each week, we're gonna pick a new topic that we'll focus on. Um, we'll hopefully dig around and get some information in there that you can then utilize. Um, if there's any latest news in the marketing world, that again, we think will be relevant or useful for you. Um, we'll bring it to your attention. Um, hopefully also you'll send us emails either providing your comments, um, asking questions on the topics we've already covered, or better yet, actually proposing new uh, topics that we can cover in future shows um, so that I don't have to think of a topic um, <laughs> because otherwise I'll have to write on this perfectly nice white piece of paper that is supposed to be for where my notes go. So that's that's the idea behind it. Um, I guess, shall we actually touch on our first topic? Good idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. Right. So what we'll do is we'll touch on the first topic, um, which, funnily enough, is what is marketing? Uh, <laughs> we thought we'd start with the basics. Um, actually, it's... it's <laughs> He says this without any notes. It's not as easy a question to answer as you might think. 
um, despite the fact that clearly I haven't put as much thought into it as the other two. Um, <laughs> but with that in mind, um, I guess we'll go around the table and we'll start with Elaine. What is marketing to you? So I sort of wear two hats when I think of marketing, really, because obviously as a sales coach and trainer, marketing plays a big part in that. And, and when I work with people on sales processes, one of the processes absolutely is marketing. Um, and I also look at it from the point of view of a small business owner. So a small business owner, I have to market my business like everybody else does. So so what does it do, really? Uh, for me, it's that uh, you can have a wonderful product and you can be an expert in your field and you can be wonderful what you do. But unless you get it out there for people to see, hear and touch and feel it, then it's absolutely pointless doing it in the first place. So it's like opening a shop on the high street and putting it in with all this lovely stuff in it and then, you know, not putting the lights on and keeping the door shut. So, so marketing is... Um, for me, essential in a business, whether you do that yourself on a small scale or whether you do it on a bigger scale. So for me, it's great to be part of this because uh, I, I definitely, I know I'll pick some great stuff up from you guys. Even not from me because I've got no notes. This blank piece of paper, um, but it's um, you can never stop learning in marketing. Uh, and what about you, Chris? Well, I thought about this long and hard because marketing's got so many different elements to it. It means um, many different things to, to many different people. And that's essentially the difficulty that we as marketers have in putting our own message over. Um, I think it was Steve Jobs, and so to paraphrase Steve Jobs, he once said, to me, marketing is about values and in a very complicated and noisy world, we have to be really clear on what we want customers and clients to know about us. And it's that last it's that last phrase that what we want clients to know about us that is, is the nub of marketing, how we put that across, how we get that message over. So assuming we can get clarity in that message, how and where we put it across um, <clears throat> is, is the holy grail and it's what we have to advise our clients based on our knowledge of them and, and their briefing of us. Um, if we assume that marketing involves detailed customer knowledge and expertise, then we must emphasise that marketing is the job of every employee within the client company, not just the marketing department, which it's, uh, it, it usually falls to, quite obviously. Um, my speciality is social media, so I would naturally try to identify the best strategy for a client company. And it is no exaggeration to believe that the client's employees using social media uh, can influence the company brand enormously and effectively. But it is important that uh, for that company to have a clear social media policy in place so that participating employees know exactly where they stand. Can I ask a question, uh, Chris? Uh, it's something I heard recently, so um, and you'll know the the answers, I'm sure, is that it because of this, there's so much more out there now. Uh, you know, it's, it's different avenues how you can promote your business. Um, so you've got you know you've got to get beyond that noise, haven't you? That actually at one time it was oh, you know, people see your messages about eight times and they start to identify with you. Um, but I heard last week that's, that's gone up to about 15 times. Is that sort of fact? I've heard it? that fairly yeah. recently too, uh, possibly from the same source. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Is it Bob uh, rather than Pub? That's the one. Same pub. Um, it, it, let's, let's just be safe in the, in the knowledge that it is 
a good number of times yeah. before uh, familiarity begins to uh, begins to breed a sort of awareness within uh, within potential yeah. your potential market. Yeah, that's because there's more messages though, isn't there? And nowadays, social mm. media has, and certainly the online world, has massively ramped up. Yeah, opportunity, ease of access. So the number of people who are able to tell their message um, is much greater than it used to be whereas maybe putting a, an ad in the newspaper would get you yeah. so much more exposure than your competition if you do a post on social media there's absolutely nothing stopping your competition from doing exactly the mm. same thing on the same day and so all of a sudden your audience is seeing twice as many messages as it once upon a time used to yeah i, I couldn't agree more and i think from the point of view of social media uh, there is such a thing as a social media rhythm so if if potential if your potential audience can expect to see you at the same time same place or same platform uh, every day then your your message will be that much more effective and be be more widely spread and read in in that case it's a, going back to steve jobs it's the it's the clarity of message and what we want customers to know about us yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. that. I think that's some of the challenges, isn't it? Sometimes with small business owners, it's it, it, they do stuff more ad hoc, and the ad hoc stuff, you know, it it's not people want to yet be able to see stuff regularly, don't they? And ad hoc doesn't work. So, um, and also, there's, you know, there's sometimes we're not very clear on who we're talking to, are we? So, yeah, all good. I think I think yeah. ad hoc can supplement. But there should be a strat- an underlying yeah, strategy yeah. that's um, that's considered and, and well thought out. Yeah. Uh, then the ad hoc can be that little bonus on top. I'm really good at ad hoc. <laughs> 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 I think I could be. I could do with some help from you guys. I think <laughs> it's it's ironic, isn't it? I guess when it, when it's your actual living, mm. when people are paying you to do these things, obviously you always allow that to take precedent quite often. Yeah. So sometimes yes. you're not as proactive with your own strategy as you you might otherwise be. Yeah. Because someone says, "Oh, I need to do you to do this today." You're doing that for them today. Yeah. Um, rather than actually perhaps doing your own. Yeah. Little bit of marketing so promotion, so it's strange. What, what about you, Mark? What, what does marketing mean to you? Probably it's the same as what you've two have just mentioned, which is it's your message, isn't it? It's absolutely pointless trying to earn a living from a business if nobody knows you exist. Yeah. Um, if you do the job really well, you're never going to be looked upon more fondly than your competition if nobody knows that you do the job better. If your prices are more competitive, no one's going to know unless the message is out there. It is quite literally just telling people about what it is you do, why they should choose you, um, what's different. And as you mentioned earlier, finding the way in which to communicate that message um, in a way where it hooks a bit better, a bit deeper Mm. than other people's. So if there are loads of solicitors in the world who want to promote their service you've got to find a way in promoting your service in a way where it might just grab somebody's attention for that fraction of a second longer because that might be the difference between picking you over them even though you do the same the same thing it's achieving standout then yeah Yeah. for me it is i think it's differentiating yourself from the other the other crowd yeah, and the, and the reality is, isn't it, is we're not we're not all right for everybody, are we? So there are people that 
we are right for and then there's other people that are right for other people so i think that's if we're trying to be all things to all men that can be be a challenge and when you're focusing when you know the audience you can help it's a lot easier to to be more uh, focused in your language isn't it when you know who you're talking to um rather than trying to talk to everybody best to speak to 10 people who you can help than 100 people who you can't isn't it really yeah and that's where the the goldfish name actually came from from the podcast it's it's an analogy i always quite like to use it probably will be something we'll cover as a topic in itself um but as a strategy quite often people go i do all this stuff and then they gear that message telling about all the stuff you do to all the people yeah whereas using the name um of go fish it's if you go fishing which ironically i don't so i don't know why i particularly <laughs> picked this as an analogy but hey let's go with it um if you're going fishing and you're trying to catch a whale you're going to use different equipment different hooks you're going to have to make different preparations and plans than you would do if you're going to go out and try and catch a goldfish mm. by virtue of the fact that there's going to be different requirements challenges environments that you've got to negotiate your way through and i think the message and the the topics we will cover will probably address these these things over time and explain them in a bit more detail but ultimately it's about making sure that you don't just try and do the spray everywhere and hopefully you'll get something out of it it's okay today or this month i want that type of client for that type of service so the message is going to be geared specifically for those people yeah it's it's knowing knowing your target market well Mm -hmm. so you can go fishing in the right pool presumably well yeah i mean i guess i guess to carry that analogy if you're trying to fish in your bathtub (laughs) you're not going to find anything are you a couple of plastic ones (laughs) (laughs) whatever you play within the bath chris it's entirely up to you my friend there's no judgment here so does everybody do marketing yeah, I, I do. I mean, I, I'm in a, in a place that I can do a lot of it myself, uh, so it's limited cost. Uh, but equally, I'm just about to embark on a, on a project that is well out of my sort of remit to market it. So um, so I will be investing more in that, without a doubt. And uh, the, I think as a small business owner, sometimes you can feel a little bit, oh, God, that's a big investment. What if I make a mistake with, you know, spending money that perhaps, you know, is, is, is not as much money there as you'd like and you then you're going to spend some on marketing you can have that sort of second guess can't you should have be doing it but uh, the reality is you can be completely stuck if you don't so you're not going to move forward if you don't invest in something um but it, but then that goes into who's the right person for you to uh you know take on that for you yeah that's that's my thing really but yeah i do mm. yeah yeah I, absolutely um, I do, I mean, from from network marketing, marketing to email marketing, social media marketing, uh, you've got to try a number of different elements of the marketing mix to keep the sales mm. funnel topped up, haven't you? Um, and the one that works for me best, I suppose, is um, is LinkedIn. Um, I do practice what I preach in terms of in terms of LinkedIn because used properly, it's such a powerful social media tool. Um, sales aid, for want of a better word. Uh, I did a calculation before I came out. A bit of research. Notes on. and a calculation. <laughs> How inferior <laughs> do okay. I feel? So right. impressed we so, are. <laughs> 73% of my new inquiries this this year 
have come from from LinkedIn, right, which gosh. is quite a start. Yeah. That, that, yeah, it is. Yeah. So I put my energies into LinkedIn, not uh, not surprisingly. I guess mm. you, you've just perfectly highlighted the answer to the question, which is, does everybody do marketing? And the answer is, I think some people don't necessarily realise the marketing and naturally they are. Yeah. Even if you're a business owner, you perceive yourself as doing no marketing whatsoever, but you're sat in the pub with your mate talking about this great job you did. Arguably, that falls within the definition of marketing by virtue of you're telling a message of a great job you did for someone doing something and they might then go and tell somebody else or even use your services off the back of yeah. the message you've just yeah. passed over. So you've given some great examples there. We've got social media, email, um, networking. Yeah. Yes. Another one. Yeah. yeah, and often people don't see networking, do they, as marketing? And it's such a valuable thing. And oh, some people are just brilliant at it. And I, I get a lot of networking. Yeah. But, yeah, so true, isn't it? But the storytelling that uh, that you've highlighted in the pub, um, that can lead to word of mouth. Um, mm. And word of mouth is possibly one of the most effective uh, means of uh, uh, of marketing that, that there is. Referral marketing, word of mouth marketing, um, referral strategies with clients. You know, introduce me to XYZ and um, I was going to say... We'll, we'll leave you a bottle of champagne, but um, no, that would probably be wrong. Um, no incentives. <laughs> just if you think we've done a good, if you think we've done a good job, um, pass our name on to uh, to to contacts of yours. Yeah, a good testimonial always goes a long way, doesn't it? As well, I should have said that. Yes. Well, I'll help you out. Don't worry. <laughs> You, you just had pub on your mind. I did actually. You yeah. could not shift that thought of alcohol. Um, you mentioned budget, Elaine. Yeah. This is, again, something that people quite often either overlook or don't take the time to try and figure it out because everybody has a budget. Apple has a budget. Yeah. Granted, it's slightly bigger than mine. <laughs> <laughs> but they still have, we're going to spend X amount this year on on marketing. I guess one of the things this podcast will hopefully assist people with doing is finding ways in which you can analyse what you're doing yeah. and making sure that the time and money you're spending, which both, I would say, fall into the criteria of your budget, are bringing in the same level of work or greater to justify what you're doing. Yeah. Um, as, as a sales expert, mm. presumably people quite often overlook the whole time aspect as being part and parcel of their marketing budget the time spent trying to sell something or to build that rapport yeah that's yeah absolutely spot on i think there's, there's two things really around the the marketing thing is is yes the how much time you spend on it the the money you're spending on it and also um can what are you doing with the results that you get from your marketing so three really isn't it is if you're not if you're not actually going to do anything with that then it's it's not just a waste of money, it's a waste of time, which is more money. So there, that's when we really just have to take a look at ourselves and think, you know, which, which bit of me is stopping me getting the best results from this? Is it because I'm not doing the right marketing? Not necessarily. I might be getting the, the results from the marketing, but I then don't know what to do 
to turn that into sales so so there's a lot of you know things intertwined in there isn't there but um without doubt yeah the, unless we've got the answers ourselves sometimes we have to get help to help someone unravel unravel it and uh, and then it's sort of a bit of a light bulb moment then when you realize it's just that bit i need to fix or i need help with and a couple of your a couple of your areas that you've mentioned chris mm. about um email marketing and social media particularly yeah. the likes of linkedin people assume they're free and I'm doing air quotes there, which I appreciate <laughs> bad for the audio world. Um, they assume they're free, but again, it's not because you're still spending time you're spending, creating content. You're spending time and potentially subscriptions as well. Um, in my case, I subscribe to uh, LinkedIn Sales Navigator, which I have to say is worth its weight in gold, or it has been for me. Uh, and I also subscribe to Constant Contact, which is an email marketing platform. Um, none of which are for, for a sole trader are particularly cheap, but uh, but all are necessary. And to take Elaine's point, um, the fortunes in the follow-up. You know, we spend all this time and effort generating uh, generating leads for the sales funnel, but the stories you hear about people not following them up about getting referrals at networking sessions and not uh, not following those up properly i'm afraid uh, i'm afraid that's where a lot of a lot of businesses fall down they do all the hard work then they're frightened to actually speak to the person who's interested in their services yeah. um to 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 bring that work in and it's it's a common problem i think i think you've raised a really good point there chris as well is that um you know you obviously invest your money in things that you know that work for you because you've taken the time and energy and you know experience to dig deep into them so you understand them fully and you use them to the full effect and uh, you know i i come across people and i've done it myself you know i've i've paid for something each month and get probably 10 percent out of out of it because I don't understand it enough. Um, and, and I know other people said the same, and I think that's the point, isn't it? If you're going to invest in something and you're going to pay it, put your hard-earned money behind it, you need to fully know how to use that that service product tool properly yes. to get the most out of it, and, that, and that's a bit of a hole there, really. And ma- maximising the use of it as well. Yeah. Um, people will get a subscription to a, an email marketing service, um, but then they'll do a social media um, campaign and then they'll try and boost the website whilst they might also do a leaflet. But because the time's suddenly being split between four different types of marketing, they actually end up doing all of them half-assed rather than focusing on one, maybe two, and doing focused attack to make the most of what it is yeah. that they're using. Yeah, yeah good yeah. advice yeah. that, isn't it? I think it's, it's so true. And, and I'm being guilty of that thing. You know, oh, spinning all the plates and you're doing too many things um, and then none of them are totally effective, are they then? Is it important? Oh. Are, are we just wasting... Do we just... <laughs> I mean, naturally, as people who weren't living off the back of it, we would say it is extremely important. But is marketing and the importance of marketing often overlooked? I think without question. Yeah. Um, from if I if I if we just from my perspective, if we just narrow it down to something like like LinkedIn, and I'm sorry to, I'm not a one trick pony, but uh, but I do talk about LinkedIn quite a bit, um, it, because it's a passion of mine now. Um, 
So many business people just don't understand how to get the best out of LinkedIn. And it's such a powerful, powerful platform. Um, the business is there. Their next clients are on LinkedIn, but they ignore it. They just sit there with their 500 plus uh, connections and uh, the numbers are all important to them. Oh, look at this. That's great. Uh, I've got a really successful LinkedIn profile, but it's not bringing any business in. It should do. Yeah. It's over. No, no, I don't want to think. There is the, the plain devil's advocate slightly is because we said it before, didn't we, about it, it, are your customers there? These things are only good for you if it's where your customers are, isn't yes. it? So are you yes. fishing in the right place? Um, and, uh, and I think Mark said it earlier about uh, different services that we offer. I know that s- certain services I offer are, are on LinkedIn, but others aren't. And I think it's, um, it, it's the, the, the water gets muddy, doesn't it, when we're trying to do too many things at once. So just back to what Mark's point yes. is, if you're yes. thinking for that service, my clients are on LinkedIn and I need to maximise on LinkedIn. I think that that's, uh, you know, really sound advice, isn't it? Whatever whatever platform you're going to go on, make sure you make it work for you and understand it fully. Yeah, do it wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Yeah, make, make sure it's suitable for your business, for mm. your audience. I guess that's probably the message, isn't it? Yeah. If it's... you're going to use LinkedIn... But I don't know, you offer uh, nursery services, perhaps that might not be the best for you. Possibly not. Because probably you're better off using that for getting service providers to assist you with the nursing business. Whereas sort of your Facebook or your Instagram might be more geared towards trying to attract these parents who might be looking for the litter. But it's understanding that which requires you to sit down and go, okay, where where are people going to be looking for my kind of service? With with LinkedIn, the the targeting functionality uh, is absolutely brilliant, but it is predominantly business-to-business, not business-to-consumer, where Facebook would uh, probably uh, take LinkedIn's pants down on, uh, on that one. (laughs) <laughs> well there's wow. an analogy sorry, sorry, <laughs> whilst in the bath fishing for the plastic duck um, when we're talking about the importance of it um, I think one of the things perhaps people don't realise is the importance of it from a, a cash flow perspective uh, making sure that there is another client lined up to replace the client you're servicing mm-hmm. at any given moment in time one of the most frustrating things I probably hear is, oh, I'm too busy at the minute, so mm. I don't really have time, which it's great that they're busy at that moment. But for me, I would be looking for solutions to how to ease the fact that you're too busy, whether it be you take on additional staff mm. or you get rid of work that isn't profit-making or, uh, well, there's a whole raft of ways in which you can try and address that one of them should not be under any circumstances stop promoting your services because at some point the people you're working for and with at that moment in time will probably come to an end which leaves nothing in the midst to and then what happens is the work suddenly dries up and then they start a marketing campaign well that's fine but there's two issues then. You run against the clock Mm -hmm. because you need the work to come in before you run out of money and number two marketing will always take an element whatever strategy you do will take some time to build up and actually start generating work so you're still going to have that quiet period between 
when you start and when you actually see the benefits again. Yeah. Um, yeah you're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the time to uh, put a, an emphasis on your marketing and, and sales is is when you're busy, not not when you're uh, not when it tails off. But let's be let's be practical about it. Um, when you are really really busy for a small company, it's all hands to the pump, isn't it? That's why marketing and sales, if it's in house, um, does stop because they're helping out with production and admin and everything else. Um, and it's only when the work's over that they can get back to their their promotion and, and selling but they do need I agree with you they do need to perhaps plan for that and uh, staff up for the for the busy times if they can predict them yeah so is that true. problem you come across a lot it is and one of the sessions I do um, with in the sales uh, sales respect is about working sp- spreading your time between your your current clients your potential clients which are those who've inquired and not actually converted to a sale yet and always build in time for your future opportunities and your future clients so and that obviously the percentage of time you spend between them varies but it and depends on where you are in your business but always have some time in a month that you dedicate to um you know what's next because you never you know none of us know do we the, the landscape can change massively overnight I mean, you when you look at what's happened over this last week things change um you know the government the country and all those things so you've got to be thinking all the time if this where's my next sale going to come from where's that next opportunity and uh, dedicate time to it and it's, it's time that should be in your diary and not not oh well i don't need to do that this week you know yeah if you think of your business as a timeline yeah. marketing is stage one isn't it yeah you market stage two is you get your client stage three is you do the job stage four is you then do your accounts and you might make sure that their information stored so that you can then try and remarket to them right at the very beginning again quite often people miss that point number one they're waiting to get stuck into yeah. the second stage yeah. straight yeah. away or don't realize by virtue of having gotten that client they've actually already fulfilled stage number one but because dave from the pub has passed on mm. his uncle um, you don't realise or you don't attribute that to being marketing and therefore you don't realise number one's being fulfilled and actually people seem to put more emphasis on doing the job and making sure that their accounts and their invoices and the paperwork's all in order yeah. without mm. realising, well, okay, we need to go back to stage one again to start the whole process over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah. How do you advise your clients uh, on, on that basis? What in terms of in terms of avoiding the uh, avoiding that trap? It's it comes down to your strategy, doesn't it? Mm. You look at what their business is. You look at what they do. And um, what I always make people do is map out a timeline of what their twelve months looks like. So, is there a particular time of the year when a particular service is in high demand? Um, so I get them to focus on when particular times of the year might suit certain ta- certain types of marketing, and then ask them what the budget is. And once the you've budget. got a, yeah the budget, mm. and and when I say budget, I ask about how much time they've got, what resources they have available, as well as what finances they have in order to invest in that. Yeah. And on on that basis, I'll then give them an idea of how they can try and tackle that. So. 
uh, for example, I might say, look, if you're going to do social media, try and spend half an hour a day, half an hour every other day, try and do one post a week because one post a week should be easy to do. Mm-hmm. If you do one post a week over the course of a month, so that starts to build up. If you find one post a week is too easy, you can then start to add extra yeah. ones in without realising it. So without realising it and without putting any extra burden on them, they're already doing some marketing for themselves. They understand that they're doing it. They're attaching an importance to putting that time mm. aside to make sure it gets done. Um, and then hopefully as part of that process, they'll also look and analyse whether or not it's actually been worth the effort in the first place. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's a good good advice, that, isn't it? Because we, we can all be a little bit guilty of sometimes being too ambitious and thinking, oh, yeah, I can do 10 think, posts a week or 10 this. A, and actually, then we, when we start to do five or six, it feels like we're failing. And then it's it's sort of the starts to unravel a little bit rather than better to start low and think, yeah, oh, this is achievable, I can do more than go too high and feel like you, you're just not achieving what you want to achieve then. Well, that's back to your social media strategy, yeah. isn't it? It's uh, it's about doing what's achievable mm. rather than what's uh, just unattainable. Yeah. Um, a realistic, if 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 realistic uh, posting um, program would be one a day, then sounds reasonable to me. Um, yeah. But make sure you do one a day. Don't say as you just said. I'll I'll do five a day. Um, yeah. Because that's just not going to happen. No. Um, and it's going to make you feel lousy as well. It does, yeah, it's true. Yeah. You do, you build a mental block. Mm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I didn't do it yesterday, I'm now yeah. going to do it today. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to have to do it today because I just don't have time. And then yeah. tomorrow you go, oh, I think I'll just wipe it from my brain entirely because it's too, <laughs> I, feel, I feel too guilty. We've even gone beyond procrastinating, we're just not doing it now. No, we're just not doing <laughs> it. Yes, made a conscious decision. Os- ostrich effect. <laughs> Stick that head in the sand so that it's no longer a problem. Um, is there anything wrong with people trying to do it themselves? Asking me. Um, uh, anyone really? No. Uh, well, uh, no. Well, let, let me just. No, there isn't. Uh, as long as they make sure they've got the tools for the job, um, I think you know a specialist will usually do uh, do that job quicker and hopefully better but um if you put uh, if you put a lot of research into it and uh, and f- find out what should be done what's best practice what the uh, what the 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 apps are to make life easier and so on and so forth um then it can be done in house but i would say this wouldn't i um don't recommend it well, I've, it was a loaded question because, Elaine, both you and Chris do training courses mm. on your particular areas of expertise. And I guess that's a great example of you can do it yourself, mm. provided you're equipped with the knowledge yeah. and the tools. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It is. I think, you know, a little knowledge can be a dangerous thing sometimes, um, to quote that phrase. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm self-taught on quite a number of things, like, you know, MailChimp, things like that. I, I learnt all those things myself. Uh, but equally, the stuff that I just know is just beyond my, you know, capability. And actually, is it worth my time spending hours and hours and hours trying to learn something that actually is far better to spend money getting an expert to do it for me? Um, 
and it, it just makes more business sense really and it took me a while to get to that place to to realize that i think oh yeah i can learn that then that and actually when you think well i you know there's two days work gone because i've spent that time learning something that actually would be far better paying someone else to do so it, it can be a, a a sort of a challenge sometimes to make that decision but i think uh, we all we all know what we're good at and what we're not and none of us have got all the answers to everything yeah i think mm. that's what it ties quite nicely back to what is marketing really mm. because it's all about portraying the right message about your business mm. if you're not doing the marketing right your message isn't on point it will mm. give a, a misconception of of how professional your business might be that's right um ultimately if if you if you use some marketing materials that is less than the same quality as the job you might perform, you're not giving your business the fair exposure that it requires because people will assume you do the job as half-assed as you might do the yeah. the, mm. the marketing, which I guess is, is the danger of trying to do it yourself mm. sometimes. It's if you are going to do it yourself, make sure you know and understand what you're doing and how you're going to do it and make sure you can do it properly. Yeah. If the answer is no, it's better to outsource it to us guys, <laughs> is it not? Yeah, and there is, you know, there's. It's and I feel like I'm coming out with all these phrases, but you know, being an expert in in our field or your field, whatever your field is, it doesn't guarantee you success. The only way you can guarantee success is by getting it out there what you do to other people. So, so if marketing's not your expertise, uh, why would you? Why would you try and do it, it um, knowing that it's not having an impact when you've put all the hard work into setting your business up and you've, you know, you, you know, you're great at what you do. And it's, you know, it's, it's quite sad, isn't it, then that you think, well, I know if I was in front of the right people, I would make a difference to their lives and I would be able to help them at the outcome they're looking for. But if you're not getting yourself out there, that's never going to happen. And it's, you know, which is so destroying in itself, isn't it, really? Right. Yeah. yeah. What sort of damage can be done? by badly done marketing and i I would include sales in that because we we were discussing this before we i think we're all on the same page that sales is marketing (laughs) not if you're a salesperson you don't say that i think sales and marketing from a a buyer inverted commas point of view People always see sales and marketing are the same thing, or they, a lot of people think it is, yeah. but but actually they, there is difference. I know we're going to talk about this in another session. But yes, we'll is. argue about that. <laughs> my, I believe my definition is right because I am never wrong. But the point is, you need both because you can't. You know, they, they work hand in hand together. So when I do my training, I always talk about marketing, and I don't do because I'm not a marketing expert, I will always refer them to a marketing expert that I know that will help them in the area they want. Um, Because if I was, it'd be great if I just showed them my bit and then they they, they couldn't do anything with it. What's the point? Marketing's Mm. marketing's creating the the awareness, isn't it? And and the need. But sales is the execution of uh, of that. It's... uh, Going in for the kill. Well, that's what, wait, you, that's what no, you're doing there. No, not wow. never. That, oh, yeah, that is a real hot topic in itself. Bloody hell. Grab yeah. the bottles, let's have a fight. Put them up, put them up. 
I look forward to it. We'll let you know when that podcast is going to be. Um, you can get yourself a beer, settle down and listen to the fireworks. Yeah. Is sales marketing discuss? <laughs> there are some negative effects of bad marketing. Uh, I think we've mentioned these. You can lose customers. There are. I've, um, <clears throat> I've put a workshop together recently about... Um, uh, well, it's a, it is a sales and marketing workshop, but the 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 marketing bit um, shows some of the worst case examples of of leaflets that are that that have spelling mistakes mm. and grammar mistakes in them. How many leaflets or um, pieces of advertising do you see with apostrophes in the wrong place? A professional wouldn't wouldn't do wouldn't make that mistake. Um, uh, we've got social media posts going out that just don't make sense. To be honest, they aren't they aren't well written. They uh, they haven't been they haven't been uh, proofread. Uh, they might have uh, well they haven't been they haven't been passed by anybody. They they're doing more damage than uh, than good. So care in in all things printed or the, the printed word is so important. There was one one brilliant what uh, one brilliant. Uh, juxtaposition of two posters one was one was about uh, obesity and healthy living and we must look after our children and that was that was over uh, a big splash ad for mcdonald's with the <laughs> with, with a grease burger on the mcdonald's uh, on the mcdonald's poster uh, and that 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 again is totally wrong not the fault of the people who designed it and printed it and both posters were fine um but one should have known that what what was going on to that double bill poster. Yeah, I, I have seen one of those before. I saw one um, saying, uh, trying to encourage people, I think it was a, um, an image, uh, a decal that was on the front of a door on a lift that was uh, trying to encourage people in a rather forceful way to take the stairs. Um, and the picture of showing this, um, advert was taken while someone in a wheelchair was reading it, with the with the interpretation being that anyone who doesn't take the stairs is fat and lazy. Whereas obviously they'd overlooked the fact that some people might be using the lift for an entirely yeah. alternative reason, i.e., they can't negotiate stairs. Yes. Yes. And I guess that's that's a good example. Sales is probably a really good one for if it's not done right. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think. I mean, it's. It, People often sort of say, "Oh, what's the great line I can use to get people to open my emails?" That's always a um, a really interesting one, and I think one of the ones that um, <clears throat> excuse me, I got um, through from a company that I uh, on their news did the mailing list, and I got this email through, and it was say it was a it was a business. Won't I mention the name? But it was a you know business company. They provide tools um, for businesses, and uh, the the headline was. Um, how much support do you get from your bra? I thought, well, I didn't expect that. And I opened it up and it was brand <laughs> support you get from your brand. <laughs> so, so it's clearly they, they just, you know, that bit that fits in the subject yes, heading yes. box. They clearly not checked that out before. Uh, uh, it works, though. Maybe they did. Yeah. I, think they, I think that's good marketing. <laughs> I guess there's a fine line there, isn't it? Yes, because yes. depending upon what you're trying Especially to sell, these days. it can go down like a lead balloon. If yeah. you were a regulated type of business, yeah. an accountant or a financial advisor, yeah. and you did something like that, yes. you'd, you'd probably wind yourself up in a whole whole world of pain. 
And I think the, the thing is, is I mean, this the story for another time, isn't it? But your marketing, your brand and your marketing, you know, all of that is so important, isn't it? That your marketing represents you, you and your brand. And, you know, you can, this, we've probably all seen people that you think, oh, I don't think you should put that. That was just not right for the messages you've given over the last year. And all of a sudden this sort of thing, random thing comes out that you think it doesn't sit with your brand. So... There's a lot of things, isn't it, that sit... Politics. Yeah. Well, there's that. Stay yeah. away from <laughs> politics. Avoid politics uh, at all costs, because yeah. whatever you say, 50% will disagree with you. Or 48. <laughs> or 52, depending upon where you... Well, there we are. It depends where you sit. And, of course, the other one to avoid is football, obviously. <laughs> Well, anything tribal, yeah, isn't it? True. Anything tribal, because yeah. you will what you will find is whenever you go down a tribal route, the people within that tribe will yeah. perhaps feel more of an affinity towards you. Although, again, people within that tribe either might not like it because you tried to do it, you tried to go tribal, or because they don't like your product. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the people who aren't in that tribe will automatically switch off and go, no, I'm not as interested anymore. Yeah. So you've half your audience and then of that half you've kept you're probably still not going to get any no. greater return no um, no so right. yeah, yeah avoid politics avoid football <laughs> yeah. avoid brexit there's a few to there's a few to avoid yeah <laughs> the whole world of pain um have we got anything else that we feel will because what i'm conscious of is that we are going to touch on a lot of a lot of the things you have heard us mention today yeah we are going to discuss in a lot more detail so we're going to do marketing strategy as a topic we will probably do each social media platform as a show in its own right so that we can get into the minutiae i think we've all realized chris could probably talk for an hour about linkedin <laughs> just quite far yeah yeah we'll just leave the building and have a cup of coffee at that point <laughs> so we're going to cover all of these topics in isolation we're not we're not going to um we haven't even been able to scratch the surface today this was very much an overview of these are the kind of things we're going to be rattling into Um, and I guess hopefully you've heard from some of the answers that we've given today we all approach it from perhaps a slightly different angle Um, so that might give you extra insight into how you can do it Mm. with a common goal though yes absolutely absolutely yeah Without, without a doubt, we'll agree on that one, Chris. <laughs> She's still still smarting about whether sales and marketing fall into the same definition. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to disagree with that one, but uh, that's for another time. Well, I'll agree to disagree. Okay. <laughs> At this point, I should ask, have we covered everything on your multiple pages of note? I think so, yes, from I my point so. of view. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've covered everything on mine. Yeah, yeah, yours was done pretty quickly. Um, no, that's uh, that's it from me. Excellent. Okay, so um, have we decided on what topic we should do next? Different difference between marketing and sales. That sounds that's good. Oh well, looking forward to that. <laughs> so next show, I think we're going to cover. Seeing as though it touched on a nerve already, and I, I'm one of these people who feels we should air our grievances early. Um, draw that line in the sand and and stubbornly stand on that side until such time as there is no tomorrow. Um, we're going to do the difference between marketing and sales. Yay. Let's get it all. Out. Oh yeah, cool. <laughs> um, so if you'd like to, uh, if you'd like to 
to to listen to that make sure you uh, you subscribe we're on all of the standard platforms um itunes soundcloud spotify you can also find the show on the podstation.co.uk as i mentioned at the outset follow us on social media we'll hopefully start getting some content out there which will again supplement some of the advice that we've we've been passing out in the show um it's go underscore fish marketing um on instagram facebook linkedin twitter email us got any questions got any thoughts uh, we'd love some constructive criticism. If it's not constructive, there is an enormous trash can next to where uh, the emailed subject matter is. So I will quite happily press said button. And then your unconstructive criticism. Is that a word, unconstructive? Non-constructive criticism uh, will vanish as yeah. though it was but a, oh, a, a leaf in the wind. Um so yes, um, send it to gofish at thepodstation.co.uk. Let us know what your thoughts are. If you've got any questions, if you'd like us to elaborate on any of the points that we've touched on, um, particularly even if we've mentioned that we're going to do some topics, if there are topics which you think would be really useful, we'll bump them a bit further up the queue so that we can make sure that you've, you get to hear what is going to be most useful to you as early on as possible. Um I think that's about it. Yeah, yep. I think it is. Can Tell your friends about us. Yes, please do. Yeah. Where can we Where can we find out more about you guys? Uh, you're obviously online, being the marketing gurus that you are, yeah. and sales gurus, of course. Um, so, um, Elaine, are, are you uh, on all yes, the socials? You can find me on on all the socials. So, up my website. So that's uh, to sum it up dot com, and then um, I'm on Twitter and. Facebook, so to sum it up, all to sum it up, and you'll find me on Instagram as well. Fantastic. Um, yeah. Chris? Well, as you'd expect, Mark, I'd prefer to be contacted through LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just go on to LinkedIn, put my name in. That's Chris Roxburgh. Roxburgh spelled R-O-X-B-U-R-G-H. Uh, if you get it wrong, you won't get me, but you'll get me on that. And uh, be happy to hear from you, connect with you, and answer any questions on on through LinkedIn. Cool. Uh, you can find me. It's on all of them, all of the platforms, all ever, of the platforms. everywhere. <laughs> um, it's it, me personally. It's Mark R Pollard, or you can at Funky Vibes with the E being a three because we're wacky like that. <laughs> um, okay, so that's it. We're done. Let's go and have that beer. Oh, that's it. Well done, guys. Thank you.